Welcome into another episode of the Five Foot Nothing, Hundred Nothing Podcast. I'm your host, and I am Five Foot Nothing, Hundred Nothing. All right, guys, welcome back. All right, it's been a few days, not many days, but maybe we've had time to digest the Ohio State loss to start the season. Maybe we haven't, but I can tell you what, I can pick up right where I left off. There's so much more things I can talk about, and you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do that, all right? I'm not even going to waste any time right out the box. Watch it for the changes and try to keep up. All right, this Ohio State game. Yes, yes, I'm still going to talk about it. Because, you know, I was trying to give some passes uh, by not saying certain things. And, you know, it's game one. It's at Ohio State. There were things that I mentioned we tried to take away as a positive. But a couple people pointed it out. Mainly Benny. Shout out to Benny. Golden is thy name. If you uh, follow him on Twitter, he's a he's a good guy. And he seems to like <laughs> my uh, Tommy Reese bingo board offense. All right, I was avoiding saying it when I re- recapped the Ohio State game. I was trying to give a little bit of a pass. Right, the way I looked at it, we ran forty-eight plays, guys. Forty-eight. That is awful. That is not a lot of plays. All right, there are teams running double that. They run 40 plays in a half of football, let alone the whole game. So clearly, we were being ultra conservative. All right, but the reason I didn't want to go full bingo board offense is so my feeling, how I view when Tommy Reese plays bingo, is. We got things going. We got things working. We're moving the ball. It's obvious we can do a certain thing. And then for whatever reason, we just we stopped doing that one thing and do something over here. As if he had a bingo space he needed to fill. So we got to get that play in just to fulfill this bingo space that he had on his board. So I didn't think we had enough plays or even enough momentum and things going in a direction where it's like, okay, we just put a stop on that. But you know what? The more I thought about it, he did do his fucking bingo board offense. He really did. He really did. Because a lot of the things that I saw, and I'm just I'm just a little little old me here sitting in Corpus Christi, Texas. There were guys who are analysts, professionals that do this and are way more connected inside Notre Dame football than I could ever dream of being. All right. If they're noticing it, and I noticed it, then obviously something's wrong. So, here's how I, you know, look at Tommy Reese and what he was doing with his bingo offense. There's, there's a few plays that I had, they had to be bingo spaces. All right, let's just let's just make a list. These had to be bingo spaces because it really doesn't make sense when when you're sitting there watching the game, rewatching the game listening to multiple podcasts, talk about the game, reading 
articles about the game. These have to be bingo spaces. The number one, I mentioned it in my recap. The number one bingo space had to be run two jet sweeps with Chris Tyree in less than three plays. It had to be. Because why uh, why else would you do it? Because if you're going to run the jet sweep and it works, cool. If you run it again within three plays and you give it to him again, it's going nowhere, especially when it's second and 18. Just saying. So two jet sweeps in three plays had to be a bingo space. So, boom. Got it. We got the B. We got the B. We, we didn't know if we were going to get the B, but we got the B. Matt Salerno, I don't know if you guys know this, amazing catch. I know you saw that. Offensive pass interference. I know you guys saw that. Common thread with both of those plays was Matt Salerno went deep. Matt Salerno ran eight routes. He ran eight routes all game. So what you're telling me is Matt Salerno, 25% of his routes were deep balls? Other than that being a bingo space, it doesn't make any sense. When you have Brayden Lindsay, Chris Tyree even, but you got Brayden Lindsay and Lorenzo Styles. So it's got to be a bingo space, right? Why would you be sending Matt Salerno deep on 25% of the routes he's in on the field? It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So we got the eye. Now, this, this could be like one in the same bingo space, you know, but we have a number one receiver, in my opinion, in Lorenzo Styles. Guy's pretty good. In fact, he's so good, he had a catch for 50 yards, 54 to be specific. And again, we know this because that was his only catch. You just look at how many yards he had, well, that's how long that catch was. So if he does that in the first play of the game, why, oh why, did he really not, see anything else throughout the entire game. You know, and maybe it's this isn't a full bingo space because they did try to hit him deep again, but a bingo space really could have been make sure your number one wide receiver gets 50 yards receiving on only one catch. Nailed it. But I'm not, I'm not going to give that full credit for the bingo space because we did try to hit him deep a second time. And if it wasn't for some questionable blocking, we probably do hit him deep. But we still got B.I. How in the hell are we going to get to NGO? Well, good news. I found it. Michael Mayer is an amazing mismatch. Al Golden said it himself. There's so many ways you can use Mayer. But downfield didn't seem to be an option on Saturday, and I don't know why. And we're going to circle back to some of this stuff when we need to talk about what we're going to do against Marshall. But first, we need to get bingo. So Michael Mayer, back-to-back plays, caught the ball at or behind the line of scrimmage. There has to be a bingo space. It's got to be a bingo space. Because why else are you utilizing Michael Mayer in that fashion other than I've got this bingo space where he catches two balls behind the line of scrimmage on back-to-back plays. Let's do it. Boom. There's your end. Back-to-back behind the line of scrimmage passes to Michael Mayer. Amazing. The first drive of the game 
which, by the way, was the Lorenzo Styles one catch for 54 yards. Not a full bingo space, not counting it. But we were set up to take a, I say numerous, you know, I guess more than one would be numerous. We were set up to take shots at the end zone. We were at the Ohio State, I don't know if it was 15-yard line after the 54 yards plus the penalty, and we took zero, zero shots. Pick a big, fat zero shots. We ran the ball three times. It didn't work, and we kicked a field goal. I thought about it. Why would we do that? Because in a game like Notre Dame, Ohio State, we have a really good defense. The first score could very possibly have been a field goal. And it might have been a bingo space. And I'm going to venture to guess that it was. Almost like a prop bet. You know? Will the first score be a field goal? And on Tommy Reese's bingo board? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We've got to play for the field goal. Which leads me... So now we have B-I-N-G. And here's how we get to O. So... Reese got a little bit of a twofer on this one, okay? So the first score is going to be a field goal. Well, how are we going to fill up that space? I've got it. QB draw on third and long. It's never going to work. Field goal, perfect. But he had a bingo space that said two QB draws on third and long. Not just third down. It had to be third and long, which definition-wise, I think third and long is third and seven or better. But in this case, we can call it 39 or better because he ran two QB draws, one on 39, one on 318. They did not work, and that had to be a bingo space. Two QB draws with the down and distance being at least third and long. And there you go. You've got B-I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G-O, B-I-N-G-O. What the fuck are we doing? And thank you, Benny, for bringing this to my attention and making me go through this exercise. Why, 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 why are we doing this? Like, some of these calls are, we're playing as if we're up 40 points, or even down 40 points, where the play calling is almost irrelevant. But no, 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 no. We're doing this stuff when there's no score. We have a chance to take a lead. We're in a four-point game. And we're halfway doing something good. And we just do this Bingo crap that doesn't make any sense. It's a not a formula for success. And the only thing that makes sense is he was trying to fill a space on his bingo board sitting right next to him. The Tommy Reese bingo offense. And well, he got it. Good for him. I don't know what the payout is on bingo in the press box of Ohio Stadium, but I hope he got paid out. Up in the booth. Doing his thing. Whatever. So there you go, Benny. We played bingo, and we nailed it. B-I-N-G-O all the way, right? But that's okay. Because there were, like I said, there were positives. There were things we can look at that we were doing well. Some we were not, like running the football. And we continued to do it. That was a lot of the bingo. There's a lot of the bingo. Playing for a field goal. Running the ball three times didn't work. Two QB draws. 
Third and long. That's running the ball. Wasn't going to work. The mayor passes back-to-back behind the line of scrimmage. That might as well have been a run. Wasn't going to work. Um, yeah, two jet sweeps and three plays. Those are running plays. Can't run them that close together. It's pretty obvious if you're going to give it. There's no deception whatsoever there. So, now that we've uh, established that we were, in fact, playing bingo, I was just trying to not be so negative and try to find the, the silver lining and the positive and the glass half full mentality. But the fact of the matter is, we did things that really just were set up not to be great. All right? But that game's over. We lost. We have to accept it and move forward. And next on the list of moving forward is the Marshall Thundering Herd, the Fighting Cane Maddens, the Dump Trucks. I feel like we owe Marshall a pounding just for the fact that they said he was an All-American. Just saying. You know. But Marshall is coming into this game 1-0. They did beat Norfolk State 55-3. Their, Norfolk State is in the MEAC. But Marshall's in the Sun Belt, which houses Old Dominion, who just beat Virginia Tech, Appalachian State, who should have been North Carolina, Coastal Carolina, who has been a pretty solid G5 team for several years now, right? But the fact of the matter is they were 7-6 and six last year. They lost to Western Kentucky, UAB, Middle Tennessee State. They're, they're not great. The... They're, they're, the one thing we do have to worry about, though, is they have a receiver that we need to look out for, okay? just The guy's coming into the, this year with ridiculous numbers. His freshman year, he caught 78 passes. Stay with me on this. Guy caught freshman, 78 passes, 1,709 yards, and 28 touchdowns. 78 catches, 1,700 yards, 28 touchdowns in like 13 games. This is sophomore year, last year. 96 catches, 1,820 yards, 26 touchdowns. He has scored in every single one of the games he has played. Those are amazing statistics. And if only Marshall still had Randy Moss, that would have been amazing. Because those are Randy Moss's Freshman and sophomore, only years at Marshall statistics. Yeah, I lied and said it was last year. But how insane is that? And did you think I was going to get through a Marshall preview without bringing up Randy Moss? And I will tell you why. But, guys, he scored in every single game he played. Not only did he score in every single game he played, I think he played in 26 games. In his, or It might have been 27 because they had like a, a conference championship and then a bowl game. Regardless, the guy played 26 or 27. I don't think the number really matters. But when you score 54 touchdowns in 26 or 27 games, that's insanity. Randy Moss was a freak of nature, as we know. But why am I bringing him up? And I I don't know if everybody knows, you know, you should. uh, But Randy Moss signed a letter of intent to play for the University of Notre Dame. That's where he wanted to go. 
He wanted to go to Notre Dame. That was his dream school. There's a whole story about him wanting to go to Notre Dame. And you can get some of this information. I do highly recommend watching the Rand U 30 for 30. It's all about Randy Moss and what happened. It's called Rand University, Rand U. But uh, I do recommend watching that. But Randy Moss was going to come to Notre Dame. There was a legal matter. There was a fight. He ended up spending some time in jail. Notre Dame pulled the scholarship. Makes total sense. So, with that, and could you imagine if Randy Moss went to Notre Dame? Holy smokes. What could have been? What could have been? In fact, I'm probably going to use Randy Moss, the uh, Photoshop of him in a Notre Dame jersey, as the picture for this episode. But he was he was an amazing athlete. Seriously, go watch the Randy U on 30 for 30. Guy was a ridiculous basketball player. He ran track. The highlights of him in high school were unfair. Obviously, it was unfair when he got to college. It was unfair in the NFL. I mean, the guy was good. Um, but he blew his chance at Notre Dame, getting into a little bit of a fight. Then he goes to Florida State. And with the old school transfer rules, he had to sit out. While he was sitting out, he got uh, test positive for marijuana. Whatever your opinions are of marijuana, it violated his probation because of the fight. Florida State said thanks but no thanks. He ends up at Marshall and scores 54 touchdowns in 26 games, scores in every single game he plays. It was ridiculous. But the good news is they don't have him anymore. And they have, I, I, I don't even know where it was. I couldn't say anything positive. I got, they don't have Randy Moss. Um, the quarterback from last year was Grant Wells. He has since transferred to Virginia Tech, who has since lost to Old Dominion. So, if if he couldn't get them, I mean, he went to Virginia Tech, and then he's losing to Old Dominion, and whatever. Their new quarterback, Henry Columbi, uh, Columbi, Columbi. I don't know how to say it, but numbers look fine as they should when you're playing Norfolk State. Guess what? Marshall is our Norfolk State. If they're being Norfolk State 55 to 3, we should be meeting Marshall 55 to 3. They got a couple running backs. They had nice numbers. Their leading number one receiver was this guy Talik Keaton. Again, I could give you names. It's Marshall. It's Marshall, guys. Um, you know, they had a I don't want to talk about this cuz it's not the best thing, but they had a great movie. They have a great story. All that kind of stuff. We are Marshall. All that good stuff. But at the end of the day, we are ND. And we have to be Marshall. And for no other reason other than they're recruiting rank from the last four years. 2019, 20, 21, 22. The last four recruiting classes. Their average ranking is 86. Okay? They have, they've been ranked 72, 95, 120 out of 130, and 57th. There's no reason they should be competing with us at all on this football field on Saturday. That's just, it's not an option. There is no Randy Moss on the field. There's no Chad Pennington. There's no Byron Leftwich. There's no competition. Please let that play out. 
please let it show that they are not competition. If we're getting the recruiting classes we're getting, and they're getting the average 86th ranked recruiting class in the last four years, we should be running all over them, and literally running all over them. Forget this 70-whatever yards and 2.5 yards of carry against Ohio State. This is Marshall. Run the damn ball and show that you can do it. This is a confidence-building game. Okay, So is the next game versus Cal. Cal's a little bit different. They are Power 5. That's next week. Marshall is a confidence-building game. You could argue Norfolk State for Marshall is that same thing. But again, they're not us. They're not. They, their aspirations are nowhere near. Our, their aspirations are to win the Sun Belt. Ours are to win a national championship. Okay? We have to come out and do all the things we want to do without any hindrance. Okay? We couldn't run against Ohio State. Okay? Let's show that we can. And, you know, get on our blocks right and open up holes for Estime and Diggs and Tyree and show that we can run. So you can take that going forward. You can use that. Say, okay, yeah, we can run. So we got to do this. I realize it's Marshall. The competition will improve eventually as the season progresses. Um, it's Marshall, then it's Cal. I think it's North Carolina after that, which if you've seen their defense, I would yeah, it's North Carolina. We can run through that. Then we get to buy, then we got BYU, maybe a test, Stanford. We just need this game to really show on every angle, every facet of our offense, we can do this. Defense, I'm not even worried about. We're not even talk about defense today. There's no point. We proved we can play defense. And I'm sure Foskey and Amendola, Mills, whoever, they'll get theirs against Marshall that they couldn't get against Ohio State, but I still contend that Ohio State, that's what you get when you play a number two team. They know what our strength was. They made sure to, once we got to Stroud once, they made sure to never let it happen again by moving Stroud around. Fine. Side note, maybe we should have tried that with Tyler Buckner. Just saying. He can move. Why not move the pocket? We didn't try that one single time. We already got bingo. Maybe that was another bingo space. Don't move the pocket. But anyway, I digress. We have to prove that we can do the things that we need to do to win a national championship. We showed we can do it defensively. I heard it, I don't know how many times. If you had told me before the game started, if you were only going to hold Ohio State to 21 points, would you win? I think everybody would have said yes, 99% of the time. Just because we figured our offense would do something, I mean, is zero chances taken and just zero aggressiveness when your back was against the wall. But at the same time, I'm going to keep saying it, there were signs of aggressiveness and there were signs that we can do it. That's the other fun little nugget. We could do it. So why... Stop. Why not do it in the moments you needed to do it? It was very, very weird. So Tommy Reese needs a redemption and hit the big plays. Do all those things. Maybe run a screen pass. You know, just some misdirections. And, you know, don't be so obvious with your, your plays, right? 
So that's what we need to see. We saw that it's possible in little moments. We need to see a whole game's worth of Styles running and Lindsay running and you know, there's a perfect opportunity to get Merriweather in the game. I know maybe as a freshman he wasn't quite ready for OSU. Here's a chance. It's Marshall. Put him out there. He can be the Randy Moss of this game. I mean, from what I understand, the guy's very talented and he's a big target. Let's make it happen. Give, give Mayer his, his time. But we should be able to run for like 200 yards and throw for another 250, 300 yards and win something like 55 to 3. Now we're a 20 and a half point favorite. So we're projected to win by three touchdowns. We are going to win by three touchdowns. Because there's no way with all the people that are typing and writing and saying what Notre Dame did offensively that it did not get back to Tommy Reese and Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman said as much on his press conference today that we need to be more aggressive. We need to take our chances and do no shit. So this is the perfect opportunity to, to do it. And I don't want to say it like this, but I'm going to. It's a perfect opportunity to test it out. Because you're going to win. But don't be like Ball State tested out where we're going to make Brandon Wimbush a passer today. And it's, it's just not it. Buckner can do it all. We've seen it. Now put it all together and let it flow. Not this one-off stuff in little spurts and little segments. Just do it. There's no reason we can't cover the 21 and more. So much so that I don't think I mentioned it because uh, I was whew, so in the uh, moment of the Ohio State loss, which I did go through that game differently than I would on a normal re- review. And I, I told a few people, I just I didn't get to live tweet during the game and I, I wanted you guys to feel like what I was feeling in, in that moment. But I did bet Notre Dame to cover against Ohio State. And we're going to cover this one in a huge win against Marshall. And I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I've been doing it since I started this show. When I'm that confident in something, I know it's only Marshall, but you're giving us no credit. 20 points? Come on. That's offensive. The line, in my opinion, should be neighborhood of 30. But I feel like this is a 49 to 10 win type of game. Hell, let's make it 55-3. Let's do exactly what they did to Norfolk. What do you say? But the main thing is we just need to see this, what is possible with our offense. Does that mean you're going to be able to do it against Clemson? Does that mean you're able to do it against, they say, BYU? Or at the end of the year, however good USC ends up being? Like, should we make the playoff and go 11-1? Does that mean we're going to do everything we can do against Marshall against those teams? Certainly not. That's not realistic. But we have to show that we can at least fucking do it. And it's annoying that we saw bits and pieces of it and we just actively choose not to do it. Okay? Buckner showed you. He he didn't lose his shit at Ohio State in the horseshoe. First start ever. He didn't. He was composed as composed could be given the lack of blocking in front of him. 
All right? So let's get his confidence sky high, along with the rest of the team. The defense should be as confident as I'll get out already. Yeah, we lost. It sucks. But you got to take a positive away, and they should feel good knowing what they did. Let's go beat the Shadow Marshal. What do you say? So, that's that's my preview. There's not a lot to discuss. It's mostly on Notre Dame. It's not anything Marshall's going to do with their 86th average-ranked recruiting classes. It's, don't play fucking bingo. Run the ball down their throat. Take more than one deep shot just to show you can do it and prove you can do it. Not in a one-off, but on a consistent basis. There should be, in my opinion, three to four deep shots per half. I mean, legit deep shots. Where the ball, airtime is 40-plus yards. Let's see it. All right? That's all I got. The last thing... I got to mention, I appreciate all of you guys liking and commenting. I'm not doing another uh, giveaway um, with my predictions, but the only so many Saturdays, the the attention those guys are getting uh, is is awesome. They're good guys. They've been more than generous with their their time for me. And getting some shirts out to you guys. And they will be coming in the mail if you're listening. Todd and Nelson and Nick. You will get them probably in a week or so. But um, the guys at Only So Many Saturdays, Mike and Ty. Great dudes. Please go check out their website. And you might have family and friends that are fans of other schools. Like Nelson Wilhite, if you're listening He's going to get a Clemson-themed Only So Many Saturdays Make Him Count t-shirt because he is a Clemson guy. We, we made, made friends through this wonderful thing called Twitter and connections and whatnot. But, you know, it, it doesn't, it's not going to say Clemson. It's not going to have the paw on there. Notre Dame is not going to have the interlocking ND or a shamrock or anything like that. It's going to be in the team's colors. So I'm saying all that to say you might have a friend, a family member that went to whatever school, it don't matter. You can go get them as a gift. Hey, we love our Saturdays in the fall. We love football. Here, I I can't bring myself to get you a shirt with whatever logo on it, but here's my way of saying I appreciate you and I love fall Saturdays too. Let's go. Only so many Saturdays. Make them count. So go check out their uh, Twitter, at Saturdays Count. There's a link in there. Send you right to their website, SaturdaysCount.com. And like I said, you can pick any color combination you want from the list of schools they have. So maybe you have a friend that went to Marshall. Maybe your buddies with Kane Madden or Randy Moss. Go get a green and black. Or maybe it's green and white. I don't know what they do for Marshall. But now go check those guys out. They're good. They've been good to me. I want to promote them as much as I can and and give back how I can. So I just want to finish with that. But you guys know where to find me. 
at five foot nothing pod on Twitter. Email always five foot nothing pod at gmail.com. Go to Apple Podcasts. Give me five stars. Send me a review. I will read it. Why not? I have no shame. I'm too old to care about that. Say whatever you want. But thank you all for tuning in. I will be alive on Twitter on Saturday, so you will definitely hear me. Irish car bombs will be had roughly 30 minutes before kickoff. You know how we do it. So I will see you guys on Twitter, and you will find me on Saturday. Go Irish, beat herd. Five for nothing, 100 nothing, out.